Hey guys, welcome to season two. We're ready to rock and roll with Balance Above Everything Bay Podcast. It's your host, Miss West, creative coach, and I am ready to bring you the real. Go, go, a go, a go, a go, a go. Great. Thanks for joining the Bay Podcast. We're going to go ahead and get started. And you guys know we always start with the icebreaker. Um, Today we're going to do Would You Rather. So I'll start and we'll do a couple rounds, okay? Sounds good. Perfect. So, Michael, would you rather be stuck in an elevator with Beyonce or Michelle Obama? Beyonce. (laughs) Of course, Beyonce. Tell, tell me why. Oh, you know, because Beyonce is just, I don't know. Like, I, I, I'm i a fan. I'm a, I, I wouldn't go as far as saying the stand, but, you know, I have been following Beyonce since my mom is a Beyonce fan. My mom actually has a picture of Beyonce and Miss Tina on our family table as if they are part of the family. So it, it just makes sense. It just makes sense. Oh, wow. Okay. And I didn't even know that you guys were a Beyonce household. That's what's up. Listen, my daddy's favorite album is B-Day and um, he still go, he still rocks with Beyonce. So it's a family affair. It's a family affair. (laughs) I love it. Your turn. Would you rather have unlimited shirts and one <laughs> pair of pants or unlimited pants and one one shirt? Definitely unlimited shirts, especially in this virtual game where all that matters is the top. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just have to keep washing them, washing them pants over and over again. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I respect right. it. <laughs> all right. So we'll do one more. Um. Would you rather only be able to eat Skittles for the rest of your rest of your life or drink pickle juice for the rest rest of your life? Uh, you know, I'm gonna go with the drinking the pickle juice because Skittles don't have no nutrients. Okay. Like I, <laughs> I need I need I need other foods, but drinking pickle juice. After a while, my breath may start smelling like pickles, but I won't notice it. My nose right. will go nose blind. <laughs> at least you might not have any cavities. Might not, because I have no idea. That's true. That's true. Perfect. So we'll end with yours. Okay. Um, would you rather take lessons, gymnastics lessons from Simone Biles or karate lessons from Bruce Lee? Mm, um, I'm going to say karate lessons. Hmm. Um, just because I can incorporate gymnastics and learn how to fight. You know what I'm saying? That's true. Um, my dad was a big Bruce Lee fan. And yeah, I want to know how to defend myself, fight. And I'd rather do that than be cute. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's a tough one though but that it is that it is <laughs> she simone biles is amazing oh my god I'm actually super obsessed with the Olympics. I'm sad that it's not happening this year, but I remember, I think like the, the first one, like I binged was the first year that Gabby Douglas competed. And mm-hmm. um, fun fact, Simone Biles actually beat everybody that year in like the nationals and like all of the American challenges, but she was too young to compete in the Olympics. You have to be 15 and nine months to compete in the Olympics and she was too young. So that's why she couldn't compete. Oh, wow. That mm-hmm. is a fun fact. She's dope. Yeah, I'm I'm a, a, addicted to the, to, I don't know what it is about the Olympics that I love so much, but like Tokyo, I was, I wanted to go to the Olympics this year, but whatever, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll catch 2024. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. See, you even know the date, so I can tell you were you you a real one. Mm-hmm. You a real one. And I think the next one, I think it's supposed to be in Paris in twenty twenty four. Like, like I said, like super addicted. I used to like check to the updates to see how many gold medals people will win. Um, I watched like I even watched like a handball episode, like match or whatever. It's it is really I'm I'm a diehard Olympic fan, and I don't know. I don't know what what's so interesting about it, but I just loved it. It's super cool. Mm-hmm. All right, so we will roll into the podcast. Thanks for doing that icebreaker. Um, I love doing those because it just loosens up the ice. So, welcome to the Bay Podcast, and Michael. I'm just going to have you introduce yourself to the people. Thank you. So I am Michael. I am also known as the Bougie Budgeter. So I teach um, young professionals, Gen Z and young millennials, how to finance their best life. And I use simple money skills to just really empower and educate people about money because it's one of my favorite things to do. I love that slogan, finance your best life. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be honest with you. In order to live your best life, we got to have financials in order to do that. So they basically marry each other. And I love how you have created, you're creating a brand from that. So what made you tap into this arena? I... I like to say, like, I'm the the product of what happens when you actually educate your children about money and finance. My mom and dad, like, they gave us, like, the, the hood lessons, right? They are not, they don't have their college, they don't have college degrees. They're, they aren't, like, fancy professors or anything. Like, they're not real estate moguls. They are two people who learned how to make money work for them. So I'm the youngest of six children and we still took vacations. We took vacations more than anybody else in our families. Actually, we were the family who took vacations and brought other people, brought our cousins and friends along with us on vacation because my mom loved how to make money work for her and thought that, you know, these opportunities and the great things that I get to do with my money, I want to share it with my family and I want to share it with my friends. And that's some of the things that they, you know, passed down to us. My dad always liked to say, um, he taught me about um, interest and how interest works. So 
my sister actually owed had to pay ten dollars for a honey bun right and it was like one of those those dollar honey buns that you can get out of the vending machine mm-hmm. but but she takes it and she hides it and or she eats it or whatever and my dad finds out that, that she ate it so he said okay you know i i'm not gonna cry over spoiled milk just give me back either the honey bun or the dollar to pay for it and every day that you do not pay it's 10%. I'm going to charge you 10% interest on every day. Do you know she ended up paying my dad $10 for a $1 honey bun? And wow. So that literally got me in the understanding, like in the mindset of, oh, this is how the bank works. This is how money works. Like you can spend, they'll give you all the money that you want to spend, but you ended up you end up paying them back more when you don't take care of your finances or when you don't pay your bills on time. So yep. these are these are things that they taught us. Like they didn't sit us over the knee and like explain what equity was or things like that, but they showed us in a way that was super interactive and that applied to real life. I love that he did that because that that breaks it down so well that a kindergartner can understand that the longer you wait to pay or or that you're able to pay the more money you're going to pay period yep. i don't care if it's pennies dimes nickels you know if if it only costs one penny but when you end up paying it you got to pay 30 pennies you know you're losing <laughs> absolutely that is dope so what other kind of things did your family integrate similar to help you guys know that wow uh i need to get on my ball when it comes to money well so my mom when she did she went to college for like a year she studied finance then and um she she didn't end up graduating but she liked the system of money and that was something that she she passed down um one thing i remember when i went to prom right um we again we're not from a high class like background and um when we went to prom uh I found this dress and I thought it was the cutest dress but my mom never told me if I had a price cap or anything she's just like you know we're gonna go prom dress shopping and in my mind I'm like okay well I don't want to get something too expensive I don't know what my mom can afford but it was never like she never told me a price. She never said, "Oh, you can only spend fifty dollars, or you can only spend two hundred. So I think the the dress that I picked was around three hundred dollars, and mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, I don't know, Mom. Like this is three hundred dollars, and she said, "This is the dress you want. This is the dress we got." I did not know that my mom was saving for this moment, right? She had already started saving and putting money away in different accounts to spend on um on prom. Mm-hmm. And that 300 I think she probably saved like over $1000, but that's the other thing. She didn't tell me how much money she saved for me to go to 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 prom. She just told me, you know, do what's right and that because I, I already was like a modest spender, I didn't like to, but I knew that, you know, prom is like this special occasion and I wanted it to be memorable and I wanted this dress. I was okay with the $300 dress if, you know, everything else was like smaller de- denomination. I wasn't too pressed about it. But 
it, it, she didn't even bat an eye because she had money in different places. And that was one of her favorite things to do is to separate her money and have different bank accounts, have different investment accounts. And they may not all have a million dollars in it, but if 10 bank accounts have $500 in it, that's $5,000. Like, you know, mm-hmm. so, mm-hmm. so taking wow. that mindset is what she did. And, um, she also taught us about opportunity costs. So people always laugh at us during Christmas, right? Christmas is my mom's favorite time of year. And she buys gifts all the time. And one one Christmas, I go to her and I'm like, everybody else has a Christmas tree. Why don't we have a Christmas tree? Mm-hmm. And she said, do you want the tree or you want the gifts? and you know seven-year-old me i'm like well i want the gifts mom like i I don't care about the tree and even to the tree gonna be up for one month right and and that's really how i live my life now like do i want the tree or do i want the gifts do i want things to look like they're good do i want things to look pretty or do i want the things that actually really make me happy and I, I'm, I'm a gift kind of girl. I don't know about you, girlfriend, but I, I like the, I like the gifts more than I like the tree. <laughs> so, wow, your parents basically set y'all up like a, an ongoing learning environment, and it's not a surprise to me that you are are doing what you've learned. Are any of your other siblings in the? same arena or how did that pan out because you're the youngest of yeah six. I'm the youngest of six I'm the only accountant I'm the only one that like is addicted to money and loves to talk about it um but that's the other thing that my parents gave us the the freedom to do whatever we wanted to do and it's very interesting just because my parents are boomers like they're in their 60s and mm-hmm. they are completely opposite than so many other people but they is like, okay, well, if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. And if it's not, all right, cool. Like figure out what you want to do. So I was the only one that ended up in um, money or business and finance. And then I have a sister mm-hmm. that is in, um, she, she's a psychologist. So I have a, a psychologist sister and I have a sister that does hair. Like we all do different things. So I love that. Yeah, I've been in the mental health field for 18 years. And what I love about the mental health field close to psychology is that you can pivot and use those transferable skills in anything, right? If if you think about what you do in regards to finances, it's about relationship building, being relatable and breaking it down so people understand it. Well, that's what therapists do too. So that's what I really, really love about the field that I chose. Yeah, absolutely. I think that people don't realize how how things intersect. And I'm actually, I love psychology and I love to understand how humans interact and like how our brain works. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why I'm like, I'm such a junkie on that. And like most of the books that I read are books about like how your mind works because Mm-hmm. It's interesting to me, and it's so many things that you can figure out how how our emotions work, how we relate to things, and that even comes to money. The purchases that we make, no matter how many people try to say that, you know, um, money is 
money and business don't have, there's no room for emotions. That's completely false. You know, you, <laughs> you, everyone is imp like, everyone has emotions and we have motives and goals set based on things that have happened in our life. You know, if you were poor, a lot of people, that's their motivation. They were poor before and they never want to go back to that. That is a motivation, you right. know, for some people, they they know how it was when they grew up and they didn't have all the money to do all the fun stuff that they wanted to do. So in turn, they want to make enough money so that their children can can make enough money. Um, so it's all of it is motivated by something internal within us. And it's all emotions. It's just how you react to it and how you execute things. Um, just just how we spend money and what we value in our spend. Because whenever we are spending money, we are putting energy into something that we believe in. And when people start thinking of money in, in terms of the type of energy that you're putting towards, then mm -hmm. then that's when, when the, the buying shifts, you know? So when it comes to like, say for instance, you want to start eating better. That was really one of the things that I started to do when I wanted to get my money in order was controlling mm -hmm. my eating. So I, so I was like, you know, I want to buy into the healthy lifestyle and I want to buy into good things that like food that makes me feel good. So I'm going to start buying more, um, want to start buying more vegetables and fruit and you know do you want the gift or do you want the tree i right i want it's so you know <laughs> it's so interesting because what you're doing is changing your mindset and when you change your mindset you can change your yeah. life you didn't just say oh i want to lose weight you are buying into a lifestyle you are recreating how you think about food and routine and exercise we can win if we change our mindset. Right. And and that and how you spend your money will change when you decide what type of energy you want to put towards. If you enjoy putting your energy like for people who like to travel, right? You are going to put that when whenever you buy a plane ticket to wherever you're going to go, you get excited, right? You're super excited to to go to Costa Rica or whatever because you are knowing all the value you are going to get from that experience. But if I'm somebody who hates planes and I don't like to travel, to me, it's going to look like a waste of money. Like, uh, you, like you just, you don't have no house, you know, you just, you just want to fly around the world and do those kind of things. But exactly, and I think following. that we have gotten so used to telling people what is and isn't a waste of money that is like, okay, if I don't want to be a homeowner, that is completely fine. That's not the only way that I can build wealth. And mm -hmm. that is why I kind of created my message. A lot of people will come to me that follow me and say that they don't really want a house. Like they don't really want to buy a house because they don't want that responsibility. And I'm not here to convince you that buying a house is what you need because people buy houses and are, are house poor. Because they yep. wanted the tree and they didn't want the gifts. You know what, Michael? It's so interesting. Let me tell you something about this conversation and what I'm gathering. Your childhood and how you were brought up is impacting who you are today. 
for example, you're using the analogy tree and give several times. You're not being judgmental and you're open to everyone's thought pattern or how they feel about what being. Just what they know in their brain. So I love that because your parents, you grew up to where do what you want. Okay. We're going to give you the information, but ultimately the decision and you're not judging this is helping you in your whole life because of your childhood. I'm just connecting those dots because that's how my brain works being in the field that I'm in. But I just want the listeners to see that, guys, what we ingest is what we output. And if you're a parent, what you're doing day to day with your kids, or even if you're not a parent, everything, just think back to what has happened to you in your childhood. And a lot of us are resilient because everybody's childhood wasn't grand, right? But that doesn't mean that it impacts your current situation. So I'll stop. But I just had to to extract that. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, a lot of because that a lot of our spending habits are based on how because even so, like if you and I'm not saying that I didn't have any money traumas that I have have to, you know, work through and get over it. Everyone definitely does. But if you like, for instance, I got into, I got into this whole room with Victoria's Secret, and Girl, because you are not the only one, fam. okay, I got a job because of that and folding panties there, okay. Listen, the job for folding panties there is what got me into the mess. <laughs> <laughs> because so my mom had built up our you know my credit and I had like a 750 credit score when I was a college student Mm -hmm. I didn't I didn't know it again like she didn't she didn't really like tell me all the steps and like what she did I didn't know it I didn't know it until I applied for a Victoria's Secret credit card Mm -hmm. and I ended up spending so much money on this card and I Again, some parts of it, like I, I knew that credit credit companies or creditors would call our house sometimes, and my mom would just tell me to hang up. And so that's what I used to do. So when I didn't have the money to pay back my Victoria's Secret card, I was like, okay, I know I'm going to get the money soon, so I am not I'm just not going to answer the phone when they call me. But you knew better because your dad taught y'all with them honey buns. Fam. Listen, he and he did, but I was not paying attention to none of that. Okay, <laughs> I was like, whatever. I spent the money. I'm, a, but I knew that like in a couple of months or like yeah, in a couple of months, I would have the money to to pay off the whole thing. So instead of taking the time to at least pay the minimum payment. I just waited until I had all the money, which I ended up paying like $300 in late fees plus mm-hmm. the interest. It was just so much more I had to pay for and my credit got knocked down. So I'm just like, bro, this sucks. And that made me scared to use a credit card again. So gotcha. I had to build up, you know, and get get past that trauma to learn how to health use credit cards in a healthy way and that is not going to happen overnight and i think that it, it just sucks because when it comes to money all these changes i can tell you how to do everything that you need to do i can tell you all the steps that i've done but it's going to take action and it's going to take time and nobody wants to everyone wants to leap into action but nobody wants to take the time 
and just Period. wait it out. Like say that again for the girls in the chat. <laughs> Nobody wants to take the time. Like whenever I talk about my credit score, people are like, okay, well, but how long did how long did it take you? Like, you know, should I just go ahead and just hire somebody to to kill all my credit or whatever? And you can hire a credit repair person, but I, I it took me two years to get from a 540 to a 740. Mm-hmm. It took me two years. And I didn't use any credit repair person or anything. It took me two years of doing the right thing and being gotcha. diligent. And nobody wants to hear that. Everyone wants to say, okay, I want it done in two weeks. And that's fine, but if okay, if you get a if you went from a five forty to a seven forty in two weeks, what dif- like what what difference is that gonna make? Like what are you, what special thing are you gonna do now that you've hit that seven forty, that seven fifty? Like what special what backflip can you do now? So I, I take it because as we're wrapping up, I want to make sure that we really have a full understanding of what you do mm-hmm. and how you do what you do. So I take it that's part of your platform and services is really providing the education and the understanding that that lifestyle change so you can get ahead of the curve and not be reactive would that be true absolutely i i teach to be proactive because why would you wait till you have no money to get your money together like it doesn't make sense you know you want to be as proactive as possible and i teach the education behind it i teach the mindset of understanding truly what are you doing this for what what benefits do you have to creating the money life that you need and money shows up in every part of your life um Mm -hmm. whatever you do there is money somewhere around there it doesn't matter and what are you using that money for? Like what you, you want to make a million dollars for what? Like, why do you want to make a million dollars? Right. What, to spend it. Like, and then <laughs> it's like, no, like what's the, un, like really what's your why? So for me personally, my why is because I want to teach people how to protect themselves and I want to be a protector. I, like that is, that's the core of everything that, because I know that money helps me protect myself against almost anything. Like, because mm-hmm. buying a house that is protecting me and my family, right. That's pr- right, protecting right. us from the outside, buying good food, healthy food that makes me feel good, protects my health and my inner body. So I'm going to buy into that lifestyle. Um Going on vacation protects my peace because I get to have an away oasis and, you know, learn new things. And that protects me, protects my mind and my growth. So figure out your actual why and not just like not having it rooted in other people and have it Mm. truly rooted in in yourself. Like, I think that it's really magical that people like their why is their children. But, you know my parents didn't do everything just for their children. And then for a long time, they were, they actually were, but again, I'm the youngest. I'm 20, I'm turning 25 this year. I I went to college and I was away and they were by themselves. And then they had to realize like, oh, our why cannot only be for our children because now they're gone. 
right? They're, they're not here. Yeah. So they had to start relearning a little bit more of like, why do they do the things they do? What makes them happy? What is fun for yep. them? You know what is so interesting? I so, I'm so glad you brought that up. I will be an empty nester before 40. Mm-hmm. My daughter is a senior right now. She is going to Georgia State. And my wife. Thank you. <laughs> so my why, yes, is her. But for the past six months, actually the past year, I've been building my business of entrepreneurship because I do coaching and consulting for entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Um, just really helping them to infuse who they are, storytelling into their messaging to attract the right clientele and to make money. And I've been going deep in it. And she's like, you've been so busy. Uh, Miss West Creative Coaching, like she's even mocking like the name of it, right? Mm-hmm. Because she's seeing she's seeing the pivot that I've done of being obsessed with who she is, what she's doing, Jasmine, Jasmine, Jasmine. To now, it's about me, mm-hmm. and I'm doing this early because when she leaves and goes to college, I don't want to have to figure it out then. Yeah, I want to already have that momentum going. So I like that you said that, and she is still my wife. Yeah, but it has to make sense because. At the end of the day, what makes you as an individual happy? Because your kids are going to go off, live their best life, mm-hmm. live their best financial life. Exactly how you taught them and to. You don't want to. Okay, exactly. So, girl, yeah, that that that's definitely a, a gem right mm-hmm. there. So, Mike Kale, as we wrap up, um, what would be one word that? And I feel like you got to come back, girl, because today was girl. <laughs> <laughs> What would be one word that wraps up your experience on the Bay podcast? Um, I fun. I've had so much fun. <laughs> good, good, good. And then where can everyone find you at? And like, do you have any promos, um, ways for them to get plugged in to learn more about you? Yeah. So you can follow me at the bougie budgeter on Instagram. That's like my main, uh, hangout spot. That's where I'm always popping at. So it's T H E B O U J I E J not because bougie with a G looks like boogie to me. So I spell it with a J and you can go into my website. I have some freebies. If you want to just, you know, test the water, see, see if I'm not really as crazy as you think that I am, you can definitely get some freebies. I have something about um, goal setting and I have a free template of my financial flow, which is my version of how I budget. But if you want to get really into the nitty gritty and learn a lot more and get into your finances and really start making that change, then you should definitely go ahead and download. Right now it's only on download because of Rona, but um, the financial financially innovative workbook. And I put blood, sweat and tears into it, but it is an all, it's like your first stop to better finances. It creates, it teaches you how to create a budget that will not fail and is super flexible for whatever life throws at you because that's what I believe in. And um, it's on my website. And again, my website is bougiebudgets.com. So B-O-U-J-I-E-B-U-D-G-E-T-S. And yeah, you can go ahead and grab that. And if you use the code BAYPOD, so B-A-E, P-O-D, 
You can get $20 off your workbook. So you can get it for the $19.95 instead of the full $39. And yeah, that is my gift to you. Thank you so much for having me. No problem. Thank you for all that information and the promo code, guys. It's Bay P as in Paul O D Bay Pod. Um, put that in. You're gonna get basically half off if I'm mm-hmm. doing my math right. Yeah, right? girl. Four to fifty percent off. Let get Let's it. go. All right. So today is Friday. Thank you so much for coming on, girl. Um, I'm gonna make sure to put your information in the summary. And guys, make sure to follow my kale, aka bougie budget yes alrighty thank you so much for having me no problem thank you you have a great one hey guys thanks for listening I hope you enjoyed what we had to share make sure to follow me on IG Miss West Creative Coach and check out my website MissWestCreativeCoach.com schedule your clarity call so we can connect 